Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Yes, it is. Greeny with you, presented by Progressive Insurance. A guest on the Goodyear Hotline. Your opportunity to jump in at the bottom of this hour, about a half hour away from taking phone calls here as we are busy and we're going to get into a whole bunch of different good NFL sound bites in just a minute. But uh, And we got to dive into the baseball game tonight as well because there are a couple of interesting thoughts that came up on the television show this morning and more. But first, I just read you a story that might be my new favorite story I've ever seen about a 50-year-old man in Turkey who became so drunk that he wandered into the forest and went missing. They put together a search party to try and find him that were searching for him for hours. At some point, he became a part of this search party that was searching for him, himself, chanting his name, like shouting out his name in an effort to try and find him. And it took hours for him or anyone to realize that he was the guy they were looking for. I love this story. (laughs) And it does beg the question, Nuno, have you ever been so drunk that you might actually yourself be a member of a search party looking for you? Um, I would say if out of anyone on the staff on the show that it could probably happen to me. <laughs> I, I will phrase it that way. Nice. I, I feel that's right. I feel that's very self-aware of you because candidly, I see this like 50-50, it could happen. Like if, if I could see, if we put together, if, if you were, if, if the word came to Greeny at some point, right, I'm doing the show, word comes to me, uh, we can't find Nuno. We're concerned about him. Where was he last seen? He was last seen in a bar. Oh, we, we better go out and try and find him. 50-50. If there is a group looking for him long enough, he'll be part of it. I think, I think 50-50 that happens. What do you think, Noons? Oh, that's definitely. I mean, I won't share some of the stories. No, no, no please we, do. We no, need one we story. We haven't gotten to know each other well no, enough. No, we know each other well <laughs> enough. We, no, but like, but like, let's just say, you know, I've been known to like, in the middle of not knowing what I'm doing, take off my shirt in the middle of the street in front of a, you know, a, uh, you know, downtown Stanford after drinking way too much. Just because, like, you know, there's things in my really? past. Just I'm, because. Yeah. To be clear, was there an undershirt involved in this? or the, uh, No, it, both of them came off. Stripped to the waist. You were stripped to the waist on the street in Stanford in yeah. a drunken fog. Yeah, yeah, just because. Yep. Just because. <laughs> just because. Yeah, there's been a lot of those, you know, just kind a of. Lot of a lot of those. You know, lot of um, those. There was the, that. jeez, oh, I'm going to actually tell the story. There was that one time at uh, my cousin's wedding, one of my cousin's wedding in, uh, down in Mexico that I landed in a rose bush because I had way too much to drink. What do you mean landed? Like, from what were you projected? <laughs> like, I was just walking. All right, so. Meaning you were walking and you like, were Like, I was walking. I was, like, I was trying to take off, like, you know, unzip, like, I had, you know, those, uh, as they call those. Why je- are you always taking off <laughs> those? Yeah. What are you unzipping? Uh, you know, to finish Je- the sentence. Those, Je- those Jesus sandals, like they, they call them the Jesus sandals with the strap in the back. So I went to like remove the strap as I was walking back to my hotel room. I lost my balance and I landed in a rose bush. And, and and was your behavior at this wedding such that you still have a relationship with uh, that no, cousin? No, I was fine. Like I don't think you were fine. <laughs> no, no, no. In terms of I was a I was in a good mood. Oh, I was in no. a great place. Yeah, uh, I'm sure you were. Of that, I had no doubt. Uh, okay, I like that. Uh, I, he, I think we can raise it up from fifty fifty yeah. a little higher now. So so you know. It's always fun to look back on people's yearbooks and say, what were they voted most likely to do? Nuno could be voted most likely to someday be in a search party looking for himself. <laughs> like that, that, that's a very specific quality in a person 
Um, and, and I think in that you can recognize that quality early. <laughs> and I could see that being there. Like, and Hembo, this would never happen to you. No. You strike me as someone who, once you get drunk enough that you might do something questionable, you start self-governing. Mm-hmm. Like you, is, am, do I have that right? You have that right. What usually happens is my friends get more drunk than I do. The, the closest scare I ever had was a couple years back. They were like going through my phone when we were drunk, like looking through all like, the famous people, ESPN people in my contacts. Not a good idea, by the way, to do this professionally. Right. And like the person they wanted to call, believe it or not, was Kendrick Perkins. At 2 o'clock in the morning, <laughs> my friends wanted to FaceTime Kendrick Perkins. I did not allow that. I think he would have liked that, to be honest with you. Big Perk, Big Perk. I think 2 a.m., I think that sounds like it's right about his time of day. All right, according to Forbes, companies are working to fill millions of jobs in an epic hiring spree, and where do they turn to ZipRecruiter? ZipRecruiter's technology finds qualified candidates, makes it easy to invite your top choices to apply. Try it free today at ZipRecruiter.com slash Greeny. I'm sorry, what? I'm sorry. What? I'm sorry. What? I'm sorry. What? All right. So most days around this time, we'll do I'm sorry. What? In which case, we just have interesting people saying interesting things. So just a, the most interesting sound bites that we have. I'm going to skip to the because we we went a little longer on Drunken Nuno there than I had planned. <laughs> I'm going to go right to Justin Fields. So Justin Fields, who's you know the newly minted starter at quarterback in Chicago, is going up against Aaron Rodgers for the first time. And any anybody listening who doesn't understand the Bears-Packers rivalry, that means something. Like, Bears-Packers means a lot to the people involved. Packer week in Chicago is a little different than it is for everybody. That was especially true when Mike Ditka was the coach. But it remains a thing to this day. And so he's going up against the legendary Rodgers. Here was Justin Fields on facing off against 12. I'm excited, you know. Of course, he's a Hall of Fame quarterback. He's a great quarterback. He's been playing since as long as, as I can remember. So um, I know it's going to be a good matchup between, you know, him and our defense. Our defense has been playing well. So um, I'm excited to see him play. Okay. I like I, I like that he's not trying to play it down. I think that's the right approach to it. And But I liked what he said there at the end. It's a great matchup between him and our defense. Because what Justin Fields mm-hmm. cannot do and what the Bears cannot do is allow this to become Justin Fields against Aaron Rodgers. There hopefully will be a time when Justin Fields is ready to go toe-to-toe with Aaron Rodgers and win a shootout. This is not that time. The Bears' best chance of beating a a Rodgers-led Packers team, and I do believe that the Packers are vulnerable, is to physically... See, they can't do the thing Cincinnati does. Cincinnati is physical. The Bears are not a physical offense. You need to run the ball down their throats. You need to run the ball, keep Rodgers off the field, make him frustrated, and then hope that he doesn't have a great day. Just hope that he has a mistake or two in him, which, candidly, he usually does not. So I don't like this matchup for the Bears much, but I like the way he said that. What do you think? So do I. And it, it's to put on a young quarterback, I'm going up against Aaron Rodgers, obviously is not the right frame of mind. Right. The, what's interesting to me, so many of these guys uh, stay in the league for so long that all these young quarterbacks have grown up seeing them, idolizing them and stuff. I, just the idea of playing against Aaron Rodgers. I mean, Justin Fields has probably seen practically every game he's ever played. It's just a wild thing to me. Right. I mean, like, like the, the really young quarterbacks in the sport, the 22-year-olds like Zach Wilson uh-huh. and Trevor Lawrence, are exactly half Tom it's Brady's wild. age. Wild. Half his age. He has been in the league as long as they've been alive. <laughs> he won a Super Bowl before they had conscious memory. Like, they have no recollection of, of the first Super Bowl that Brady won because it happened in, in January or February, I guess it was, of 2002. Mm-hmm. When was that? Well, Zach would have been born by then, but he, wouldn't have rem- he would not remember it. There's no way in the world he would remember it, so we will see. All right, next up, Urban Meyer, who just, we talked about this in a different context earlier, just continues not to really understand how the NFL works. 
He was asked about his team's identity, and this is what he said. I like our identity right now. If you say, what's the identity of the Jacksonville Jaguar offense? It's a physical offense that runs the ball in balance. You know, our goal is always 250-250. I want to say we were 250-200. You know, that's what we want to be. What? Well, what, what does that even mean? Your goal is to have 500 yards of offense in every game and 250 of it be rushing? Like, that's not a thing. What he's talking about doesn't exist. That's something you can do in college. Because in college, you know, you might be playing the Montana school for the tall. Whereas in the NFL, you're playing the NFL. What do you mean you like your offensive identity? You're winless. <laughs> we like our offensive identity. Who would like this offensive identity? You can say, I like our offensive plan. I like what we're trying to do. And look, they're developing a young quarterback, too, and they're doing better at it than the Jets are. So, I, don't, I mean, I guess I don't have that much room to complain. <laughs> at least Lawrence, it looks like he has some idea what they're trying to, what they're asking him to do. But we, our goal, I, I like, what? I like our identity right now. If you say, I, I like our identity right now. Do you? <laughs> uh, not a lot of other people, I think, like the identity. I don't know. I, I don't mean to. To nitpick here, I, I understand, I think, the point that he's trying to make, but that's just not a thing. No, because I looked it up, and there are only two. <laughs> in the history of the NFL, right? there have been 52 games in the history of the NFL, like 20,000-some games, in which a team rushed and passed for 250 yards right. in a game. He wants to average that. And no team ever did it twice in a season. <laughs> that's, that, that's the identity that he wants to average, and like you said, they're winless. No team has ever done it twice in a season? No. That's a, that's a great job by you, Hembo, getting it done. All right, one more. <laughs> this is Rodgers, and I like this. So Rodgers and Joe, I love Joe Burrow. Boy, I love him. And as much as Justin Herbert went after him in the draft, and I'm, I'm saying I would start a team with Herbert, and I would, but I got no complaints about Burrow either. If he's my quarterback, I feel great because the kid's got moxie and toughness and he's just good in every way you can be good. And Aaron Rodgers on McAfee's show the other day was asked about advice he gave him or anything like that. And I thought this was really interesting. I'm a Joe Burrow fan. I enjoy the way he goes about his business. I enjoy the way he plays with confidence. I will, I will tell you the thing that I told him, which I've told um, you know, other quarterbacks uh, from time to time, slide. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I said you're too damn talented. You got so much in front of you to accomplish in this league. Just sometimes you got to slide. I think that's a great point. Mm-hmm. And weren't you telling me that Burrow never slides? Yeah, Burrow has run the ball 42 times in his career. He has taken contact on 35 of those and slid only two times. Yeah. Two times in his NFL career. So you got to slide or get out of bounds. And I appreciate how tough he is. He's doing it because he's a tough guy. But tough guys don't play quarterback in the NFL as long as smart guys. Mm-hmm. And if you can be both. If you can, I mean, Jim McMahon's a great example of this. Jim McMahon played quarterback like a linebacker. You know what happened? He got hurt. He was hurt all the time. McMahon could have been, should have been a great player. He winds up being a good player because he was always hurt because he sort of had a linebacker's mentality. And I feel like Burrow has a little bit of that in him. And I think that's admirable. And I bet you his teammates love it. I, mm. I bet you people love it. But that's not the way to have a long career in the National Football League. So I'm glad to hear that Rogers said that to him. I think it's good advice. Uh, coming up next, the green light, you could argue the greatest winner-take-all game of all time will be played tonight. So why is it such a bad idea? Greeny, the podcast. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. 
Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hi, right, next. I'm ready to go right now. Green light, green light with Greeny. Give me the green light. Right, I'm giving Hembo the green light. We never short shrift baseball on this program, and tonight we have what could be and should be one of the great games of all time with these two 100-plus win teams, Dodgers-Giants, the lengthy historical rivalry between these two, their first ever postseason meeting comes down to a winner-take-all game five tonight. What do you think? I, I think this is as good a day as you could possibly have as a baseball fan. You mentioned it. The two best teams in baseball, not just two great teams, two historically great teams, given the fact that they each won over 105 games during the regular season. they now entering the game tonight, Greeny. Both have 109 wins. It's the winningest matchup in the history of the postseason. And it's going to come in Game 5 of the Division Series. We can talk at length, I suppose, about whether or not we like that it's not in the National League Championship Series, I guess. But the bottom line of it is, you have everything you could possibly want tonight. A rivalry that dates back to 1890. Characters you know. Legitimately great pitching, which you love to see in the postseason. This is the best thing imaginable. For baseball to have this as a standalone game tonight is wonderful. I cannot wait to watch it. Well, let's do the game before we do anything else. The pitching matchup, having had a conversation with Jess Mendoza about it on TV this morning, she seemed leaning heavily towards the Giants tonight. Do you? I do. Logan Webb starts for the Giants tonight. In game one, he tossed seven and two-thirds shutout innings, ten strikeouts, no walks. He has been dominant. On the other side, the Dodgers are going to throw Julio Urias, who has been excellent in the postseason over the last two years, a 1.29 ERA. But as you know, these things are usually... This will be a bullpen game, like these always are. Like You're not going to see these uh, managers give their starters any leash at all, and that's why I favor the Giants in this game. I did a deep dive yesterday, Greeny, and this is what I found. In games this season in which the Giants' bullpen had at least one day of rest, like they do tonight, they had the best ERA in the entire league by more than half of a run. So if you're looking for sort of like razor-thin margins, like the sort of difference between what could be a win and a loss for these teams, which are obviously practically identical, that's the tiebreaker for me, and that's why I favor the Giants tonight. Not because of the starter, but because of the bullpen. They are identical. If you look at the seasons they've had, you made a great point that this year in games in which they did not play each other, you talked about this, I remember last week, and it really stuck in my head. Mm. In games in which they did not play each other, the Dodgers and Giants this year had identical records. The one game difference in their standing this year was the Giants beat them 10 out of the 19 games they played each other. So 10-9. That means they've now played each other 23 times this year, and the Giants lead that 12-11. to So you can't ask for a better matchup. Right. Now, the thing you touched on regarding when it comes. Jess Mendoza this morning said on Get Up that Major League Baseball should consider reseeding. And I think there's something to be said here, and this is as follows. I have defended the second wild card like crazy because I think it adds significance to winning the division <coughs> and it keeps more teams involved. And I think it accomplishes a lot of good things. I'm in favor of the second wild card. 
not just taking five teams and putting them in the playoffs, but actually having the, the, the team that finishes second in a division, even if it has a record like the Dodgers, have to play a, a, a game for their lives in the very first game. I'm in favor of that. That said, once that has been played, now what Jessica is saying is you can recede. Mm. You can then take that team and just judge the four teams that remain in the league and seed them one, two, three, four. And if that were the case, then we, the, the Dodgers in this series would be in the National League Championship Series, which is where I think, re- realistically speaking, everyone would want it. Do you like that idea? I do. I, I, I really do. It's taken me a while to come around to the fact that the, the playoff format that baseball has is the right one. But I think the, the race for the National League West this season demonstrates how great it can be that winning your division matters so much. I also do like the idea of, in this season, for example, the Giants playing the Braves in the first round and the Dodgers, play, excuse me, in the second round and the, the, the Dodgers playing the Brewers in, in that round too because that's how they stacked up during the regular season. And these teams play a much more balanced schedule now, as you, as you well know. Obviously, there are you know, heavily weighted four division games, but you're playing everyone. You're playing interleague games. It's not like it used to be. So there's no obvious reason why it should be the exact way that it is now. So I, I've not thought about the way, the way that sort of football has done it working towards baseball, but I think I could definitely come on that side. So let me ask my, the, the other assembled members of the hashtag crew, do we like this idea? Because in football, they don't do it. In football, there's the number one seed. Now, again, they've gone to the extra. Uh, it's, it's still in my head. You know, they, it's an extra playoff yeah. team. It's, it's actually been a couple of years now, but um, you only have the one by. But then teams, you miss the playoffs. If you miss it, that's tough luck because of another division winner and all the rest of that. And they don't reseed. So you get in, your seed is your seed, and that's all there is to it. Even if you were 12-5 and and the the division winner that you're playing was 9-8, and you're still going to wind up playing that game on the road. And they're not changing that. Football's a one-game kind of scenario, so it's a little different. It's not quite apples to apples. Nuno, let me ask you first, as a fan of the Yankees, so your team is a, a regular postseason participant and of late, pretty much an annual wildcard game participant, would you be in favor of reseeding the playoffs after the wildcard game? Hockey does this, right. but um, no, it, when your division, I know it stinks, but there's going to be times that, you know, this happens and you have to deal with it. But it's not, see, here's, I understand what you're saying. But the argument against it to me is not it penalizes the Dodgers, even though I suppose in this case it kind of does. Mm -hmm. It's what do the fans want? Like, don't you want the best two teams to play each other at the end rather than in the middle? So it's not your argument is no if you if you want to if you don't want to wind up in that situation then win your division i get it so then then you know what then just seed every team because at the end of the day this is probably the best matchup you can have for your world series right. dodgers giants do that then instead of watching the miserable red Sox or god forsaken astros team winning another uh, world series so now see what's happened yes is that yes. you know Nuno is always in one condition or the other, as I'm learning. It's either drunk or he's angry. Sometimes he's both. In this case, he's angry. This is your Yankee bias coming out. You hate the Red Sox and you hate the Astros, and so you just would rather see the World Series. Now, that would be a level of tampering with tradition that they will never do. The American League-National League split, I think, is... Even they won't do that. Like They've been pretty willing to be kind of progressive on Mm -hmm. some changes. They won't do that. Let me come to Bubba, whose team has not been a perennial 
postseason participant of late, and that would be the New York Mets. Um, would you be in favor of a reseeding in baseball after the wild card games? Um, well, at first, I guess I would agree with what Nuno's saying because my first inclination would be no, win the division. I'm in favor of that, and who cares? But then I do kind of see your point because it's mainly about for the fans. So in that sense, I guess, yeah, let's just reseed everything I'm in. Yeah, I'm in. And again, I'm not, I'm not doing away with the wild cards. I'm not saying just seed everybody in the National right. League, one, yeah, two, three, four, five. Great, yeah. The Dodgers, in my scenario, would still have been the wild card. They would still have to have played for their lives in that game against St. Louis. But then once they win, or whoever wins, you then seed the teams in the league. Who gets home field advantage? And do the Dodgers get home field advantage and the Brewers do not because they had a worse record? Yes. So that's what happens. I'm then. giving the wild card team the, the home field advantage if their record is better. Okay. I, I, it's a true seeding like format. Do we like it? I'm in. All right, there's the Greeny rule. I like it. I'm just like stealing it. it from Jess Mendoza. It's really the Jess rule, but <laughs> what the heck? I've got a show. I'm stealing it. I like the idea. All right, this is Greeny live from above the Heineken River Deck at Pier 17, and all our guests appear on the Goodyear hotline with you for every mile on the road to greatness. Goodyear, more driven. And it is time now for your calls. My number is 888-SAY-ESPN. That's 888-729-3776. Want to know what's on your mind? If you can get through Nuno, you can get here. We'll hear from you in a moment on ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. All right, we hope you have a good feeling with us here on ESPN Radio because we're coming to your calls and find out what's on your mind in 30 seconds. Uh, After this word from Wendy's, rise, shine, and dine with breakfast at Wendy's. Get a sausage or bacon egg and Swiss croissant for just $1.99. Fresh cracked eggs, buttery, flaky croissant, your choice of bacon or sausage, all for $1.99. So head to Wendy's in the AM for a breakfast worth waking up for. And with a deal this delicious, the biggest question you'll have to face today is sausage or bacon. Decisions, decisions. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Very quickly before the calls. Bubba, sausage or bacon? Uh, both. No, no, no. They're choosing. The whole idea of the read is that there is a choice to be made. You can either get bacon or sausage. Are you a bacon guy or a sausage guy? Uh, sausage. For, okay. for a sandwich, sausage. Hambo, bacon or sausage? Bacon. 
Okay, so we got split votes Obviously. there on these meats. Uh, Nuno, bacon or sausage? Bacon. Okay, fair enough. It, and, and we're going to go three to one. To me, it's not even close. It's not close. Bacon over sausage every time, but, regardless but, of what it is you're eating. Can I ask Bubba a question real quickly? Go ahead. Bubba, are you on house arrest? If you're watching on ESPN <laughs> Plus today, there's two people observing Bubba so closely that it appears that he has misplaced his ankle bracelet and thus has to be supervised by the FBI. What is going on in No, there? I can tell you oh, what's going guys, on. Oh, these guys? I yeah. wouldn't worry about these guys. <laughs> I can tell you what's going <laughs> what's on. <it> <laughs> Bubba is so accomplished in his profession, and I've told you about all the many things that he's done. Bubba, over the course of time, has worked as a CIA. He's worked as a clinical therapist. He has worked uh, for the front offices of multiple NFL teams. (laughs) But he has now settled into a place where he is is the stuff of legend. He is the most iconic board operator in the history of the medium of radio. I don't think that's unfair. And so every now and again, he will have people who are privileged enough to be able to observe him in the work that he does, and that's what those two people there are doing. They're taking notes, they're taking photos, and they will someday <laughs> tell their kids, I watched Bubba run the board, that and I the, think that's right. that's what this moment is, right? They're just taking it all in. Taking it in. I, I, I think it's just a wonderful thing to see. Observing I, greatness. I, I will say, you have people observing you. We have no one observing us here whatsoever. <laughs> Not one person. Hembo and I are sitting in a, in, a, in a dark room right now with a bunch of people who are looking at their phones and not paying any attention whatsoever to what we're doing. That, that is the difference between a, a, an artist, which is what Bubba truly right. is, mm-hmm. and just a hack like me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Having said that, let's get to the phones, Bubba. Let's put you to work here uh, and let us let everyone have a chance to be a part of Greeny Nation. Time for the Dr. Pepper call-in line, ESPN Nation, presented by Dr. Pepper. College football is heating up. Fans are hyped. Return to glory with Fansville by Dr. Pepper, the one that fans deserve. Bubba, who's first up? Yeah, first up, we'll start with Don. All right, Don, you're on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. What's on your mind? Don. Hey, Granny. Uh, I think you missed the biggest argument in favor of reseeding the baseball playoffs. Tell me. You, you, go through, you go through the whole season, you finish the league with the best record, and what's your, what's your reward? You get the number two best record in the, in the league as your first-round playoff opponent. I mean, that just that doesn't make sense to me at all. So you're saying it's unfair. Let's just use the Dodgers and Giants because they're the example here, that it's not about whether this is unfair to the Dodgers. Mm. It's unfair to the Giants to have to get what is clearly the next best team in this round. That's more fuel to the argument. I like that call yes. from Don. You like it too? Yeah, it's a good call. We, we, it is, it's half and half for sure. You penalize both teams, the two best teams. It's not fair. It's I don't call. mind the, the, the penalizing of the team that didn't win the division. I like the idea of there being a disadvantage mm-hmm. for not winning the division. Mm-hmm. And they get that in the hugest way by having to play the wild card game. Right. They could have gotten knocked out last week. But once they get in, then A, you are penalizing the Giants, and B, yeah. you, are, um, you are not giving the fans what they want. So you're kind of penalizing the fans in some way. So no one wins here. Penalizing is another game I struggle to say with a straight face. <laughs> another word, I mean. You could say it I don't otherwise. say that word well as penalizing. You could say penalizing. I know. You could just say penalizing and move on with the day here. <laughs> but it, it just comes out wrong sometimes if you're like, really I mean to say penalizing you're a really accomplished piano player what are you yeah you're a pianist mm. i can't say that with a straight face <laughs> i will call you a piano player i don't care who you are tchaikovsky <laughs> I don't care. tchaikovsky was an extraordinarily accomplished piano yeah. player i can't billy joel piano man i can't say it i can't so you're, i am you're penalizing the pianist i, I am i am a smart <laughs> see i can't i can't not laugh at that bubba can you not laugh at that? Can you, if someone says to me, well, let's just say for the sake of argument, there is a competition between two pianists. 
and the the you know and and the loser gets some sort of bad call. I don't even know what that would be in such competition, but gets a bad call, and we decide we need to change the rule because otherwise you're penalizing the pianist. Can you say that without laughing? Probably not, and I'm just going to avoid the word as yeah, well. Yeah, it's exactly right because it's funny. Like down deep inside, we're all still like seven year olds. Yeah. And, like, I can't not say that. I can't not think it's funny. I'm not mature enough to not think it's funny. I think it's still funny when, like, you pull out the ketchup and it still, like, makes the sound. No, no, like, that, that's, that's not funny. Oh, that's not funny? No, I don't find that funny. How so? No, I just, I've never found that funny. The, you don't think the, the ketchup squirt fart sound is no, funny? No, I don't. I don't. I've never found that funny. The armpit fart sound. No, not funny. So Farting, no fart, not funny No to fart me. sound. No, no, I don't like that. All right, I'm leaving this alone. I like the, the, this thing. I, this is the one. So when Don made his point, and he was right, and it was a good point. Very. I became thoroughly distracted the second he said penalized. Like, I couldn't, I couldn't <laughs> focus on what he had said because I was just focused on not laughing at the way he pronounced the word. So that's my problem. Uh, Bubba, who's next? Next up, we have Vic. All right, Vic, you're on the Dr. Pepper call in line. Vic, what's on your mind? Good morning. Hey, I'm just starting to get that really sick feeling I used to get watching Drew Brees play when he played. I'm getting that sick feeling again every time I watch Justin Herbert. Sometimes even Matty Ice. But the Dolphins messed all that up. They whiffed on all three of those. I mean, now they're saying they're up for high character, so I guess that counts as out of Deshaun Watson and Aaron Rodgers. How are we going to get a QB? Uh, That's a a really good call. Let's just focus on the beginning of that, because I didn't know what you meant initially when you said you're getting a sick feeling and the comparison to Drew Brees. But now I, I realize, and for anyone for whom that was not clear, he's obviously a Dolphin fan, and what he's saying is the Dolphins chose not to go after Brees because their doctors wouldn't clear him with the shoulder. So they don't sign him. They signed Dante Culpepper instead once upon a time. And that is the story, my friends, of how Nick Saban became the football coach at Alabama, <laughs> among other things. <laughs> now the Dolphins pass on Justin Herbert to take Tua Tungavailoa. And that is looking like a terrible pick. Now, I'm not sure what character concern you would have with Aaron. What am I missing? Like, is it the Deshaun Watson piece of it is obvious, and he's got all kinds of other issues to deal with before he can even think about playing football again. But I, I think that passing on Justin Herbert and taking a quarterback one pick in front of him is going to wind up being one of those really terrible ones. And I feel bad for Tua because it's not his fault. But the big question mark on him coming out was, can he stay healthy? And the answer to that is already no. He's in his second year and he gets hurt a lot. And that was it. He's supposed to come back and play this week, right? So we'll, I'll root for him. I'll root for the kid. I'm rooting for two. I don't want to see bad things happen to him. But Herbert is special. He's the goods in every way you can be the goods. Greeny on ESPN Radio. Bubba, who's next? Next up is Travis. All right, Travis, what's on your mind? Hey, yes. Uh, I've been hearing a lot of people talk about uh, playoffs and uh, this, that, and the other. So I was thinking what if we kept all the uh, conferences kept them together but take the division leaders out of each conference and have a draft drawing day where you could have a two-day event and the division leaders one at a time you get a lottery just like the nba and all the other you know leftover teams you draw one at a time break it up and uh, you don't have always the same dominant teams in every division and creates a little more parity because, like, me being a Cowboys fan, which I had to throw out there, everyone's saying we're going to make the playoffs the next five years because everyone else in the division is garbage. So 
there we go. We switch up the divisions, create a little more parity, and uh, give a Cowboys a little more uh, challenge. Okay, so 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 uh, let's, uh, Travis, I love you, and I, I appreciate the call. I don't think the Cowboys' biggest problem over the years has been they haven't been challenged, but that's neither <laughs> <laughs> that's that's neither here nor they're very good this year. So let's let's live and be happy with that. Having said that, that's not the idea I thought you were initially presenting. You went much too far, in my opinion. Again, everyone's opinion is welcome here. That one I don't agree with at all. You have to keep the divisions intact, keep, keep some tradition. However, the idea of having the, cha- the, the, the division champions choose their postseason opponent, that is compelling. You brought that up, Hembo. When did you bring that up? Was I, that basketball? Yes, for, for the basketball. <clears throat> it's part of the play-in tournament. If you, if you allow the top four teams to then go in order, pick the teams that they play in the first round, that becomes really good. Super uh, interesting TV and very compelling. I agree. Yeah, and it fun. adds an element of, oh, you wanted us now, you got us, <laughs> to all of that. So just for the sake of discussion, to use Travis's um, example, in this case, the Giants would have gotten to choose. Once the Dodgers beat the Cardinals, the Dodgers, the Giants would have said, all right, we can either play the Giants. I keep, I'm sorry. The Giants could have said, we either play the Dodgers, the Brewers, or the Braves, right. and they could choose who they want. That's fun. And then once they make that choice, the other two play each other. That I like. That's fun. You like that? Yeah, I think that's really fun. I like it too. Bubba, you like it? That's not bad. I like it. I like it a lot, and and that adds a level of strategy and intrigue, and very much so. that that selection party or whatever you call it. That that'd be good viewing. That'd be oh. real good for my mind. Always it thinks like a talk show host. Yeah. That's great talk show fun. The selection show. I love it. When, when like the manager or the the Gabe Kaplan comes up there and says, "No, we want to play the the, the Braves." We and have the, the yeah, cameras in each. I'll room. host this, and they go, "All right, yeah, 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 yeah. we'll go." Uh, uh, Gabe, who you got? All right, Greeny, we have decided we will face the Braves. Ooh, send it out on all the wise. It's going to be phenomenal. The Hunger Games. I, I love everything about it. No, I think that's actually Travis. You may have inadvertently. Given us an outstanding idea. Yeah, good job, Travis. Not a good call. Good job by Travis. <laughs> it was a good call. Don't, don't, don't you it make was, fun of Travis? It was a good call, and we got to a great place. All calls are good calls. Oh, sure. All points are worthy of being aired, mm-hmm. even bad ones like that. Sure. Okay. They turned into what we, we just we just reinvented the playoffs. Correct. Baseball We've just Travis. solved one Thank of you, baseball's Travis. biggest problems, Travis. <laughs> Thank you very much for your call. Uh, Greeny on ESPN Radio. Bubba, who's next? Next up, we have Joe. Joe, uh, welcome to the program. What's on your mind? Joe? I have been for many, many years. Can you hear me? Yes, I got you, Joe. Go ahead. What's on your mind? Uh, the Cowboys. Uh, the last caller touched on him briefly, so I won't repeat things that he said. But this year just feels a little bit different. We've been teased the past 25 years. Something feels different as long as injuries don't come into the way. I think this is the real deal. What are your thoughts? I agree. I I, I agree. I I am the first one to acknowledge now that all of my – I don't take back anything I said about how the Cowboys are always the best team in the league in July and August because they have been for a quarter of a century. But now they got the team to back it up. They are really remarkably good. And, and again, Bubba is today for another day wearing the Dak Prescott jersey, and that will continue. They play New England this week. If they win – Bubba, I assume it's another week of five days uh, of the Dak jersey next oh, week. Oh, absolutely. And I, you know, I had Nuno and other people being like, oh, why are you wearing the jersey? Greeny's not in. Well, you're still wearing it? And I, and I asked them, did they lose last night? Right. <laughs> sure didn't. You have to keep wearing it every single Ridiculous day. Ridiculous question. Yeah. Nuno's trying to, oh, what are you wearing? Greeny's not here. You absolutely have to wear it every day. So as did a fan. they lose? 
No, because it's working, right? That, that's, that's one of uh, many things that you may not know about Bubba and his accomplished past is that Bubba actually worked uh, for a period of time there um, in a, um, I can't even come up with one, in a karma factory. <laughs> and what he discovered is that there is really a, a reality to this karma stuff right? Um, and, and that it can be manufactured. All right, even I took that a, a step too far. But what I'm really curious about is Nuno. How are you going to handle this? Because Nuno, this is what's going to happen. You are a Giant fan. Mm. You hate the Cowboys. Mm. You are a Yankee fan. You hate the Red Sox and the Astros. You realize you're going to have to live through a year this year in which either the Red Sox or the Astros are going to be in the World Series. And yes, I'm saying it right now. The Cowboys are going to be in the Super Bowl. How are you going to handle this, Nuno? (laughs) Well, I'm glad you made that prediction because you've been kind of on a roll, but what is it? You finally, you'll come down to earth on that one. That's not happening. Cowboys not going to the Super Bowl. You're not buying. No, like, because I'm just praying that that doesn't happen. I can't live like this. I can't work like, excuse me, I can't work like this. Like, my previous life, I can turn it off. I can't turn this, you know, him wearing a Dak Prescott jersey that he hasn't watched. If they win the Super Bowl, I guess I'd have to wear it for the entire (laughs) offseason. Well, if they go unbeaten. Yeah, if they win the Super Bowl, you have to wear it every day during the offseason. They won their last game. They'd have to wear it for the rest of the year. I think that's reasonable. I might have to find another jo- uh, another show to work on. If that's I, the case. <laughs> I have I have an Eagle fan sitting here as well who also will be dis- dismayed by this. But you have to admit it: the Cowboys are the goods, right, Hembo? I got a good Cowboy stat for you. <laughs> Go. So right now, Zeke Elliott and Tony Pollard are both on pace to rush for more than a thousand yards, and C.D. Lamb and Amari Cooper are both on pace to catch for, to have more than a thousand yards receiving. There has never been a team in the history of the NFL that had two players to rush for a thousand yards and two players to catch. For a thousand yards, and even if this were a sixteen-game season, they would be on pace to do it anyway. I love it. I absolutely love it. Okay, everybody, thank you for the calls. Outstanding work as always. One more thing to do: hashtag KOD. The kiss of death. We need picks on tonight's games: Bucks, Eagles. What's the line? Uh, the Bucks are a seven-point favorite on the road in Philly. Any uh, money on the uh, one way or the other? At the moment, there is no public lean. I'm taking the Eagles and the points. Mm. Thursday nights are tough for road teams. Brady's got a thumb. The Eagles are playing tough. I think I'll take the Eagles plus seven. That's a lot of points. I'll take the Eagles plus the seven tonight. Dodgers-Giants? That's a pick Who do you like in that game? And the Giants are going to win, right? I think so. You told me that. Jess told me mm-hmm. that. If you're both, Well, you're also the one who told me the Rays would play the Astros in the World Series. We almost made it through the whole show without you bringing that up. But I'm not going to penalize you for that. Uh, so one way or another, enjoy it. we got two great games tonight, and we'll be back to talk about it again tomorrow. Same time, same place. ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio and see it with the video on ESPN+. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast.